0: Step one, wake,
1: wake up, brother, gonna rise with the sun.
0: Step two, get some good, some food in you. Step three, you grow hard about what you wanna be. Step four, everybody just do your thing. Wake up, today's gonna be a good day. Wake up, and good morning. Welcome to Stonebridge Stories episode. I have no idea. We'll figure it out. Pay attention. It says it on a podcast. Uh, For today, I had the pleasure of, to my right, being seated with uh, Elizabeth Foster, EL teacher, Mm -hmm, specialist, uh, here at Stonebridge. Um, So, Elizabeth, welcome to the uh, show. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Welcome to these amazing digs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so we were talking before the camera started. She was telling me how uh, a van and a near-death accident led to her 20th anniversary this past...
1: No, no... uh, completely separate things i was just commenting on the fact that our 20th wedding anniversary was on wednesday and we had hoped to take a trip somewhere nice but the funds were not there because when i came back from spring break very first day back at school on my way to work i my foot slipped um didn't hit the brake when i was trying to and i rear-ended somebody who then rear-ended somebody else so having to get a new vehicle and dealing with all that we don't have right. money for the for the trip now, <laughs> so Aww. it's okay. You're on here. Take one oh. a few years from now. Fair enough. It's been a while since we've been out of the country, so Ooh. I was a little disappointed.
0: Where were you? or where will you go then in the future?
1: So probably again also scaled back because we don't have much money anymore. Uh, we had always wanted to go to either Australia, or New Zealand, or to somewhere in Asia, but probably will end up going to Quebec now since again funds. <laughs>
0: So clearly, I'm just not ambitious enough. See, When you say vacation, I think Poconos. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, something I can drive to. Yeah. But wow, that sounds like awesome. a real
1: trip. Okay, we've been on vacation, but we haven't. I haven't been outside the country since 2007, which was just before I got pregnant with my son. And I used to work and study abroad, so I love anything international, and I've I've missed it.
0: All right, so we're totally off intentions. and Let's go with it. So I love it. So for me, who maybe has to become more adventurous, including like I'm like I'm like awesome. I'm set. <laughs> but you know, if, in case I want to become like you when I grow up, uh, what was your favorite place to go to? Like where where would you recommend I should experience and have on my bucket list before, you know? So before
1: culturally, my favorite place was South Africa. Uh, I learned a lot of stuff while I was there. Um, I would live in England in Bath, I'm an uh, Anglophile. I love all things British, so I would live there if I could. But if you're just looking to travel and see beautiful scenery, architecture, um, I think one of my favorite places was Salzburg. Uh, I also really liked Capri and Santorini. Um, so I'd go to Italy, Greece, and um, Austria those yeah. wow. black forest in Germany that's nice too uh, well, that's kind of
0: cool so kind of get an extended vacation kind of just backpack across yeah. like Europe. Your-
1: mm-hmm. I would not recommend in Paris although other people disagree um, I'm sure anywhere else in France is fine but Parisians I've been there twice and they're not the friendliest people <laughs> mm-hmm. even when you try to speak French
0: mm, so Shireen would know, uh, nothing personal <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> Personal preference. I get it. Yeah,
1: just say I'll never go back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm getting a definite a definite love for, you know, internet. Oh, a varied level of cultures, um, architecture, and languages. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that... Ha- is, I'm, and, is landscapes. that and landscapes. And landscapes. <laughs> so is that kind of lead to part of the reason why you became an EL teacher in the first place?
1: It is. Yeah. I actually, I was a career switcher my first six years of well, anything out of college. I worked in college administration. I was a study abroad advisor, and my goal was to be the director of a study abroad office one day. Six years in, not going to go into a really long story, but I was working on a master's in international commerce and policy, and I ended up um, starting to sub, and I really liked that, and decided I wanted to be a teacher. So I took the courses that I would need to be a teacher. I had a double English and uh, classics degree, so English was the obvious choice. And then for the last 12 years, I've been an English teacher, and the last five of which have been in Loudoun County. I was at Briarwoods. And then I was looking for a change, but uh, I do have an admin degree that I got a few years ago, but that's not the change I was looking for right now. So I was talking to my AP one day, and she suggested EL, and I thought, it's perfect. It combines a lot of my interests. I... I am certified in math as well. I got some add-on certifications after I got the English degree, or the English education certification. Uh, And I have interests across the curriculum, so now I can work in different departments and different subject areas, not just English. Um, My love of course culture, love being able to work with students from different cultures um, and acclimate them to the US. So just kind of, everything kind of fell into place.
0: Hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. So how many years have you been here at Stonebridge again?
1: This is my first year at Stonebridge and my last. (laughs) So, so, like I said, I was at Briar for the last five years as an English teacher. And this is my first year as an EL teacher. But the position that I took was an itinerant position. So it's split between Stonebridge and Briar Woods. And this year, because... Of the population distribution Stonebridge was a point like my base school it uh, was a point six and then my point four extra school was Briar Woods next year because the Yale population is going to change a little bit um, Bri- Stonebridge is going down Briar Woods is going up I'm going to be at Briar Woods as my base school and Loudoun Valley will be my in my extra school hmm, okay so I've come to realize that with this position I'll probably end up moving around a lot but it's nice to have a change
0: Mm-hmm. It's no big difference to act different. How way people, how ways schools handle the EL department and students, and maybe can kind of take a lesson from one and maybe apply it to another.
1: Absolutely, and I think eventually when I am ready to move in administration. I got the degree just because I wanted it done when I finally was ready, or will be ready to become an administrator. I think it'll be helpful to have been around different schools in the county and, and exactly what you're saying, see how different places do things differently, and, and take it to the next, whatever works best.
0: Okay, sounds good to me. I'll, I'll take that in mind. I have a, I also have a degree, but sitting down and an admin degree that is super dusty, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I'm ever gonna touch it or. You know, or when you're ready, right? When right. I guess when it's, when you know the time is right, then time is right, but until then, enjoy what you're doing right exactly. now, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, which leads me to think about what you're doing now. So now that you're an EL teacher for your first year completing, congratulations, on your first year? Thank you. Um, how does it compare being an EL teacher with being a, an English teacher? Um, you know, what are the, kind of some of the differences in terms of maybe people thinking of, maybe, of making that switch?
1: the workload I'm will get on my soapbox for a while if we talk about English <laughs> um, my biggest thing is that English honestly is two classes in one yeah, we're always doing a unit on writing we're always doing a unit on literature we're always doing a unit on vocabulary we're always doing a unit on grammar and in every other place other than secondary school it's two classes when you're doing reading and writing in primary school and in tertiary school two classes but middle and high school nope it's one class and it's just too much for one person to teach 120 kids and I'm more of a writing teacher than I am a literature teacher and so I cannot stop myself from giving extensive feedback and I was burning out so that switch has been really nice that I don't have that kind of level of grading outside of school to do um Honestly, if you've been a teacher for a while, it isn't difficult because all of the concepts that work with any struggling student are going to work with ELs um, just a little bit more. Uh, offering different kinds of supports and and bringing the, the work down to, to an understandable level. Not the quality of the work, but making sure that students can understand it. That's been fun to try to figure out how I can rework old assignments To get EL students to be able to access the curriculum, but not reduce the the rigor of it.
0: Have you enjoyed? I guess I would say getting more personal. Like so, instead of having 120, you have like
1: 12. So to be honest with you, I I I do feel like I I I try to create connections with students, but because um, because I can't be myself as much and get as much as my personality across as I feel like I can in a conversation with somebody who's a native English speaker, I feel like I haven't gotten as close to the students I've had this year. That may just be because I was only here for a year, Um, but I feel like I'm a smart aleck, and that's kind of how I connect with kids. (laughs) You you know which ones can take it, which ones can't, um, and being able to really empathize on a deep level and explain understand from the student and then give back to the student in a conversation. I felt that's been difficult. I've had to be very over-the-top and melodramatic, even more so than I normally am, uh, with a lot of gestures to kind of get a kid to laugh. So that's been harder for me because I feel like I don't know the students as well simply because of the language barrier
0: interesting. I guess I, when I think of language, like like things like idioms and sarcasm are probably the hardest to translate. Yes. yes. Um, so I definitely see like the, the like it honing in on the commonalities of certain body gestures mm-hmm. that's universal. Mm-hmm. Oh, a and new And normally skill. the way
1: I get a kid to react to me is just by like I said, being a smart aleck and and joking around with them and working in the lesson to what is actually just more of a conversation with the student with. A group of students or students a student and uh, I just feel like I can't get to that level that I, I was I used to with students because I believe I have good sense of humor <laughs> and I just don't feel like that translates well when you can't understand everything I'm saying
0: hmm makes sense um, so clearly you know obviously the first year just always a learning curve and a struggle um, if you look back on this year um, is there any particular success that you had that you're like, oh, wow, like that? Like, I, And looking back, like I'm just, you know, something you're proud of, something you, some connection you made, something you learned that you would want to impart upon fellow EL teachers or just teachers in general or share? Well,
1: just teachers in general, um, I've really worked over and above trying to help particular students who struggle in understanding you know, what it is that's making them struggle. Um, for some, it was attendance. For some, it was not wanting to be identified as E.L. Hmm. Uh, some students think that there's a stigma that comes with that. In fact, I had one student who asked me, when I apply to colleges, is this going to show my transcript that I'm part of a Yale program? And I said and she, her English is actually very good. Honestly, I would at this point call her primary language, her second language, <laughs> um, but I said, you need the extra help, take it, um, and she's, I said, the only way that they would know that is if you took an AL class, and you don't have any ELL classes on your transcript, but she just did not want the help, um, but I finally did get uh, get her to come around this quarter, and she passed the SOL that I was preparing her for, uh, and She had an F in the class that I was working with her all year, and now we have gotten her to do the credit recovery for semester one. That just happened today. And we're trying to get (laughs) semester two taken care of before the end of the year.
0: (laughs) Congratulations. Thank you. That's a true success.
1: I had another student who struggles, I don't think, just um, just with the language, but but needs some extra supports elsewhere uh, and has Really, I'm sorry, I hope you're going to cut out some of this because I know I'm like just trying to think of how to say this. Um, did much better. Didn't pass the S.O.L. that I'm thinking of, but did much better than I ever could have predicted. Um, it just took a lot of time to get there. <laughs> so just you know, sticking with it. Sticking oh. with the kid. get, get to know them, get to know what need, they need help with and work one-on-one with them. I've always been a person who says, come see me during lunch. You know, when, when can we work together so we can get you caught up?
0: Sounds like uh, successes indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations, I'm Thank sure, you. for them and for you for the hard work. Thank you. Um, that sounds wonderful. Uh, you know, it's it's a tough field. It's a tough industry, right? Um, you know, I'm sure, you know, it's one of the things where, you know, in like five years or ten years, they'll remember and they'll appreciate uh but now they're just be teenagers
1: hopefully yeah the nice thing is that you know since i've been teaching for 12 years i do have that and i used to teach seniors more than anything else so typically kids remember their senior year teachers more than any other grade level uh, and so i'm still in touch with a lot of those kids and the, they will write me again or they'll come back and say thank goodness you taught this to me, or I took my... I remember one, I had a 11th grader. This is when I was working in Skyline in Warren County. Mm-hmm. I was teaching an 11th grader, and he was in an honors class, and he wasn't used to the level of work in that, that type of honors class. And he posted on... Instagram something about, you know, how he couldn't, or not Instagram, one of those, I don't know which one it was, but it got, it was screenshotted and sent back to me. I think it was just basically, Mrs. Foster's killing me.
0: <laughs> and
1: one of my seniors from the previous year who was a freshman at Tech wrote back to him she's my favorite pay attention i brought her binder with me to tech and it's helping me so much so stop whining <laughs> <laughs> and that kid that was complaining is the one that brought it to me later and then he's actually been in touch quite a lot since he got out and joined the harmonies in japan and let's be what he's up to <laughs> so yeah it is nice when they finally kind of have that perspective to come back and like, oh, you weren't just trying to make me miserable. You didn't stay up at night twiddling your fingers trying to figure out, how can I make somebody be unhappy at school? No, I can, how can I make them miserable with the work? No, it's, it's I'm trying to help you. I really am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you don't see shoes, actually, was twiddling your fingers. I yes. don't, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think, of, okay, that sounds, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, well, I'm glad you got that experience. Um. Yeah, I definitely have my stories. But mm-hmm. I must say, I, I probably did stay up um, up nights once, or twice, and did think about how can I talk to them. <laughs> <laughs> but overall, it was for the betterment, I'm sure. Trust me, stu- future students or former students, it was for your betterment, I swear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I may just enjoy it a little too much, though, in the meantime. <laughs> all right, um, thank you. So I guess all I can think of is um, as you move forward um, and transition to your awesome summer, Uh, any tips or tricks for the rest of your uh, any last parting words for your uh, small but faithful EL department uh, at Stonebridge
1: it's been wonderful working with them Um, uh, thank you so much Amanda and Dee for guiding me in my first year in a different discipline in a different uh, field of education I've really enjoyed learning from you and working with you guys Uh, sad to be leaving Stonebridge but i um, always happy for a new experience. So I'll miss you guys, and we'll stay in touch.
0: Thank you. Okay. Well, miss Foster, I appreciate your time, and I wish you a happy Friday, right? A happy yes. weekend. Yeah. Uh, if I don't see you, great job. Enjoy your weekend. I'm sure I'll see you soon enough for the end of the year check-out form. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but You're but on the little burger. I know. It's me now. Yeah, yeah totally, totally. But uh, take care.
1: All right. Thanks. Step on.